I think the last one was on the yeah, The last one was literally like three weeks ago. Like literally, it's damn near Vietnam. <laughs> Might as well have been. So you went on holiday, I went on holiday, we everybody went on holiday. Everybody went on holiday from Kovivi to phones dying. From hi, Just basically, Love Island premiered and we said, <laughs> deuces, baby. Bye. <laughs> Like, like we we have really done a, we've done a number on the people we've neglected the people then truly left them for dead shame i'm even sure they'll be surprised when they see like ah no no not y'all not y'all back in i uh, back in <laughs> back on the airwaves now i know that ain't who i think it is <laughs> i know that ain't who i think that is <laughs> yeah. I don't even I don't even blame them. Because <laughs> where we where we do yo, yo guys, if only you people knew the last few weeks that we've had. But you know what? I'm not I don't feel terribly about it because we did say summer was gonna just be the hardest time to record. We did. We we and I, I just didn't expect it to be like like I feel like it crept up on us. We're like, yeah, someone's gonna be so hard to film or record. Someone's gonna be so hard. GG, you're in the thick of it. Like there was no warm up. It wasn't like ish. I fear that, like you no, said, we hadn't even anticipated Love Island being in the way. We hadn't. We were just on the schedule. We thought it was gonna still continue being in its flop era. We're like, oh yeah, Love Island's back. Okay, we'll tune into to to good to good to. I this season's been jumping. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but they're whack ass covers. <laughs> Only for them to hire Ekin Sumba. Sumba la jaja Sumba. Hey. That's my queen. That is actually my queen. I stand, I stand by her rights and I stand by her wrongs. I stand. Ken turns down. Oh, you know, it's stand. You can't tell me anything about that girl. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. How have you been? June's been, I don't know, June's been a tough one. June's been a tough one. It wasn't, it wasn't easy breezy, but I guess like I kind of expected it because you know, June, June is just not that girl for me. It's just never been that girl. Yeah. And you did say your busy period was falling this month at work. <laughs> you look like you have PTSD. Just thinking about it, you're like, hmm, Because hmm. if I start to speak, yeah. People call me mad, but you know what? That is over and done with. We're moving on, so it's all good in the hood. What about you? How have you been since the last time we checked in? Child, a lot's been going on. I think it, I was really stressed out. Like, also, you know, it was a busy time for me at work, and there was the work trip. But it was nice to obviously see my dad and one of my sisters. Like, I I really felt like I needed that. And that was planned. You know, I've been meaning, I've been wondering like how that came about. Come again? I've been wondering how the trip came about for you to see them. 
No, so the company I work for, we're the organizers and like, obviously we're like a 360 agency. So there's the events department organized the whole like conference. Um, I obviously work in media and social media and stuff. So I was doing that. Different people basically had different roles between organizing, logistics, media, at PR, communications, like different things. Mm. Um, but then my dad for his company, um, he was gonna go already like even before i used to work with oh, he's a, he was a he's a delegate like an attendee basically yeah so he was gonna go regardless but um <clears throat> obviously due to the rona um like beforehand because my dad's heavily asthmatic mm-hmm. um so he's usually really like iffy about traveling and stuff like that and even the last few years that's why like i haven't been able to see them and stuff like that so I wasn't sure literally till even the beginning of June I still wasn't sure if I was gonna see him or not mm-hmm. um my sister also works for my parents because the company is my parents my sister mm-hmm. works for them like part-time like she helps them with like do legal consultancy and stuff like that when they need it so she was like yeah why not unfortunately my, well not unfortunately but my mom just started a new job so she was like um I actually can't go I don't have I don't have the leave days. I don't have the leave days. I don't have the capacity. Like I've just started. So yeah, that's how that came to be. But even then, like because my days were so hectic, I can say that in total, like if I were to add up all the hours, I don't even think I can say I spent like a full day with him because I was just always you were working, you weren't there on holiday. Yeah, I'm not there on holiday. I'm not necessarily I'm not there as an attendee or a delegate myself for me to say, oh, I can, you know, just take time out of work or whatever. Nope. Like it was literally like 10, 15 minutes here. Okay, cool, gotta go. Okay, 30 minutes here. Okay, cool, gotta go. Okay, five minutes here. Okay, cool, gotta go. That's more than you've had for years. I mean, yeah, I was literally gonna take anything. Like, I, everyone who knows me knows how much my family means to me. Like, literally, even if it was an hour, like if it was one of those, oh, you're flying here, I'm flying there, but we have a layover at the same airport, like I would have taken that anyway. So it obviously meant a lot to me that I got to spend even that much time um which i think was ended up being like the only highlight of my month really and truly but it was such a high that even the low times once it was over i didn't feel like the low times were that bad like looking back on the month i wouldn't say the month was bad but i've had better months i can say yeah like, and i've had worse months i've had worse months this year um it was hectic in terms of and i just think anyone who works in corporate, right? Cause I just don't feel like there's a corporate job, no matter what sector of work you're in, there isn't a corporate job that's somewhat easy, that doesn't somewhat feel stressful. And when you're at the peak of like busy season, it literally feels like your life is falling apart. Like you're overwhelmed.com. You're not getting half as much of sleep as you would want or as you're even used to, even if you weren't sleeping enough before, it's even worse. You're always tired. Even when you rest, when you wake up, you don't really feel rested. Yeah, you don't feel fresh. You don't feel rejuvenated. Um, And having busy season in summer as well, I always think it's so hellish because by the time the weekend comes, there's so much to do. You want to see your friends. You also want to live your life. You want to enjoy. But ultimately, you're not rested. So you get to the next Monday and you're like, ah, let's get this bread or whatever. And you're just tired. Like, you're really tired. So... Yeah, but that's about it. Apart from getting this Coco V again, um, I'm okay. I'm happy. I'm ready to go forward. <laughs> we need to study how someone has gotten COVID as many ah! My mom said to me last week, she said, you see you, 
You're the example they use when they say that the vaccine doesn't work because there's no way. Like, I'm screaming. There's no way, bro. Vaccinated, it's not not a cure, it doesn't prevent you getting it, it prevents you dying. It gives you a better chance of not dying from it. But, guys, the way I was sick, I was like, you would think I didn't didn't touch that vaccine. No, no, I wasn't hospitalized. Imagine, imagine, imagine you didn't have it. Imagine you feel like this and you've had it and you got the vaccine. Imagine if you're just barebacking the disease. Yeah, I know. I probably, I don't know if I would have seen the other side, you know? You but you might have been, you might be talking to us from the pearly gates. Hey! Like, <laughs> like y'all, y'all good over there? Let me find someone else. Like, you know. For real, but honestly, I just felt so sick. Ah, but anyway, it's fine. On onwards and upwards, I'm even kind of afraid for like the next few weeks because obviously there's all these motors and stuff, and I'm like, hey, Jesus, what a life! Okay, I cannot okay, bear, bear this again. again. Let me go. Ah, that's that usually how I feel about COVID. Okay, I cannot bear this again. Let me go. Let me go. I said, I shouted. <laughs> that, you know what's sad about that song? It's so sad. The lady's life was... He- Have you watched the full video? I can I watch the full video last week. And I'm like, this entire time. Like, and I knew there was... We've like, been making fun of this. What are making fun of her? But... Because I had seen snippets, but I'd never seen the full thing. When I watched the full thing, I was like, guys... Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. I said, "What is being taken easy? What What are they doing that they take easy?" And then the other, what's the other sound? Um, oh, bunch of bunch women. of women. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of women. That one we laughed. That one I think she has to understand us laughing at that one because <laughs> the things, the sounds, like the things people have made from it, like. It's like um when your boyfriend or you're like someone you're seeing, it's their birthday. And, and you see women in their comments. <laughs> this time it was bunch of women. Bunch, bunch of women. Bunch of women. Uh-huh. And then there was one about alcohol where it's like um to a, it kept the thing kept on increasing to a chronic level. Increasing, increasing, increasing. One bottle, chronic. two bottle, two bottle, the thing keep on increasing. <laughs> She's an icon. I I actually hated her to be her man. I really do because the actual story was sad. Yo, and he hits her trigger warning for domestic violence, but he hits her like it's nothing light. Like, there's actually nothing, nothing light about that full video. But you know, it it just TikTok is actually a dark place sometimes. Like it's that's the platform for dark humor. Like when you actually think of a lot of the sound bites and you hear the backstory, or even trends like at the moment i can now actually look at a trend like the first time i saw the video i literally showed i was like oh my gosh like wow. how would somebody joke about this and today i saw it's a trend and it's when people say um that ah what do you want me to do all i can do is pray for you in fact matter of fact buy your head let me find this tiktok and basically oh you sent it to me and then i said yes it. i was like oh but it's not that because <laughs> obviously they've been saying obviously that like was she in workers obviously they have really bad working conditions it's a whole crisis and a lot of people have been finding like 
little messages on their tags basically like help me send help like on the actual tag of their clothing or mm. in their packages will be a cardboard note that says help stuff like that so obviously it's really scary and then there's this sound where someone's saying help what do you want me to do all i can do is pray for you matter of fact bow your head and i'm like why don't people care why don't people care because she and the service she provides like come on the girlies the girlies are not letting she in go let's be honest no, 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 I don't think the girlies are letting Shane go at all. And I, I'm not going to sit here and be one of those people like, stop buying from Honestly, you before, I pull up, you before I switch your, your handle and Shein, because you were the one talking about warehouses the other day, so not too much. Not too much. Not too much. No, mama. I'm not honestly going to, for me personally, anyway, I also feel like the sad cycle about fast fashion is there's a lot of, a main thing that lies in is obviously, can people afford to let it go? A lot of people can't. Not everyone can shop sustainably because it's more expensive. Not everyone can shop sustainably because a lot of fashion places don't provide clothing in certain sizes. Very few people can actually be like, you know what? I don't need a sheet in. I don't need a PLT. I can pack it and I can hang it up for light skin. Not everyone is able to do that. So I'm not going to sit here. But to be saying, what you want me to do for you? Matter of fact, bow your head. I said, guys, we have to draw the line somewhere. We got to draw the line somewhere. I know the jokes got to fly, but come on. But like this has come up a lot that um we're quite sensitized, desensitized to people's pain because of social media. That especially black people, like a lot of these um viral things that we laugh at are actually um very sad, dark moments in some people's lives. Like um, what's it? Hide your kids, hide your wife. Do you remember that? Oh my god, yes. That, yeah, that was actually so sad. And for years they were hide your kids, hide your husbands, hide uh, your wives. No, they, they they come out, they trigger warning. Everybody. They are wording everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even uh what's the other one? Ain't nobody got time for that. That lady's house burned down. Like guys, Lord Jesus is a fire. Jesus is a fire. So it's just like we need we maybe we need to watch what's a joke, but definitely I felt different about um that video of that lady after I saw the backstory. Uh, her, man, her man was actually doing her the dirtiest. Like that was bad. Not even doing her. That's not even doing someone dirty. That's someone dirty is when they're cheating on you or something, or that is the really talking stage for, for a year. That he wanted her dead, unfortunately. Like, and then he got his side to beat her up. Like, that is insane. That is insanity. And now, do you want to come back and say, Give me a chance? You're like, Oh, she's taking my kid. But that's men for you. Even look at this, this thing that everybody's debating about. You know, the thing about feeding the kids. I have two opinions. Have you seen the thing about feeding? So basically, this lady, she has multiple kids. So one of her baby daddies, when he brings food, he only brings food for his kid. And then she's like, but you know, I have other kids. So what are they going to eat? And you know what? I hear what she's saying that it's awkward to make one kid. I think he was ringing McDonald's, have that meal. And then um, all the other kids don't have anything. And then she's like, no, but when we're sleeping together, you were fine buying food for these other kids. But now that we're not together, you have a problem. But I think... And then he's like, okay, no, let me take the kid into the car and let the car, kid in the car. And she's like, that's not going to happen. So I kind of get where he's coming from in that. That's not my kids. But now that I know he used to pay for the other kids, yes, because I, he's done it before. 
it's like and I don't know how often he does this but I mean come on like once in a while like take the other kids or or if anything what my um uh, there was a seat how do I say this without my neighbor's kid my neighbor's kid um has a different dad to their siblings so the dad would pick that kid up and go they would go like on an out and then go eat there obviously we know that kid had gone to eat and that kid gonna come back and say oh and while i was out with my daddy then we went and it's like oh y'all are eating pop with spinach i went out and i went to steers we was at steers though and it's like of course he because you don't live with the man of course he's gonna he's able to to do these grand gestures once in a while you ain't see that man for three weeks and all of a sudden (laughs) he's the best dad to ever live so I think maybe if he did that, but then also if he did once thing, it, it's a bit sticky. I can't defend. And I don't like defending men. Yeah, that's the worst part. Like sometimes some situations you're like, but if I were in the situation, because I can just imagine how significantly different it would be if we like certain benefits come with you by virtue of you being with someone. If we're no longer together, it would be nice of me to consider these other kids, but we're not together anymore. They're not my problem anymore. I don't, I'm not obligated to extend this extra love, care, and courtesy to them. That's why I'm not entirely upset at, okay, let the kid eat in the car. Maybe another middle ground could be, okay, let me give you the money that I would have maybe bought for this takeaway. And if you can, try and put your coins together and maybe cook something different. I don't know. Like, I actually don't know how you could go around it but at the same time because I always think if the shoe was on the other foot if I had kids with somebody and they had kids as well um and obviously I used to do everything for our kids and then now we're co-parenting not our kids is that you what's that girl's name that silly girl from selling something what's her name um Heather <laughs> that you, Heather? for the kids <laughs> no, oh Tarek and I we have the kids who like, their mother's alive like babe their mother's alive and well, you know. What are you doing now? Heather actually makes it seem like the woman does not exist. Oh! But no, what I'm saying is, if you, if you had a blended family of sorts, and now you're not together anymore, but you're co-parenting, I can't necessarily say that if I'm now buying Christmas gifts for my son, I'm not going to come and buy for your daughter. Your daughter still has her own mom. I'm no longer with you. I do think there's a bit of a difference. Maybe... And I don't know how you can go about it because I don't know if I would be like, let me just buy my kid one instead of five because your kid got one. I'm like, but if I want to buy my kid five things, I want to buy them five things. But maybe I might be like, okay, let me buy these toys and they stay at my house and then you can play with them. I was just about to say that. Yeah, to find middle ground. Exactly. So that, okay, these are your things, us, but you can play with them when you come to mommy's house. While you're at daddy's house, obviously less, not too much. But I think the food, it's so much techier. Um, and even then, I, I personally am just not the type of person to, fine, I'm not with you anymore, but I'm not about to send my child to McDonald's to other kids where they can't have McDonald's as well. It's either I have the money to get it for all of them kids, or ain't nobody getting the damn McDonald's. Sorry. Like, you, wouldn't just take out, you wouldn't just take out your kid? Nah, I wouldn't just do that. I think it's different if I'm actually taking my child on an outing, but like you said, it now depends with the frequency. If it's not like an every Saturday thing, shame. I don't know how I'd feel if I'm like, yikes those poor kids that i did once have a relationship with now know that oh saturday's coming dylan's going with his mama and they're going to do whatever and dylan would come back have because even with kids if they don't have malicious intent they're just saying how their day went you can't be like shh, 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 
Like when you get there, don't say anything. Like, don't, say don't say that. Obviously, you'll try and teach your kids to not be like boastful and like you don't go around bragging. And also stuff. recognize that these other kids don't have the They don't have it. So maybe they have they have to be mindful. Exactly. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and be like, why did you say that if it comes out? Because they probably just innocently were excited or even if someone says, what did you do? She's like, let's keep quiet and say nothing. Like, but it's tight. I think like everyone always says, you never really know until you are in the situation and until you have kids. I feel like with kids, it's not a, a monolith type situation. People parent differently. People feel differently about different things. So I think I'm light to them, man. If you did develop a relationship with them, it's different, which yeah. is why maybe you shouldn't have been so close to them kids. I mean, obviously you weren't planning on leaving their mom, but maybe yeah. you should have been close to them kids just so that nobody's hurt. By the time you guys break up, nobody's yeah. hurt. Nobody's surprised. No one is like, but what happened? Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people have kids who uh, who date say like it's very risky because kids do get attached. Like whether you like it or not, even if you and the other parent have a healthy co-parenting relationship, the kids will still get attached to you as a part of, you know, their parents' life. Like if you have this partner, they're now used to the fact that there's mom or dad and this person. So it's tricky because by the time you God forbid, but like if you're in a situation where you're breaking up with someone, that breakup is now no longer just you. It's the child as well. The child is also now having to break up with this person essentially because they are no longer there. How are they going to deal with that? How are they going to cope with that? And like you said, it's tight, but you end up having to be mindful, like be sure. And what makes it worse is that the kid still sees this person come to pick up the other kids, but they don't talk no more. Hi, Linda. And Linda says, hey, how are you doing, boo? I'm just going to take Samantha. Bye. Child, I don't judge. Y'all be easy, though. Y'all be safe. (laughs) Y'all be safe. But as you know, um, guys, welcome to another episode of the Reality Check Pod. I know you missed us. We've been gone. But we're back with episode 31, finally. Finally. I started taking notes for this episode. (laughs) It was a time I was scrolling and scrolling like, this is still going to be all in one episode. So we have our work cut out for us because we're going to have to wrap it up, wrap it up, keep it pushing, keep it stepping. But I think we'll be fine. I think obviously we're not going to go all the way and explain every single episode. But as usual, I'm one of your lovely hosts. I'm Nesu. And I'm Leo, the other half. (laughs) And we're back again, baby, um, as usual. We're going to go straight into our shows. We have Beverly Hills, Dubai, Lagos, Atlanta. We got it all for y'all, okay? Um, Leo, sweetie, where do you want to start? I even forgot the order we normally do them in. Do we start with Beverly Hills? I, I feel like... I don't think at this point it matters as, as housewives. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let's see. You know what? We could start... Housewives and housewives. I feel like yeah, it's different, but we can start with Dubai, then Beverly Hills, Lagos, Atlanta. Okay. This all Dubai, because let me scroll down to Dubai, child. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's one of the we haven't even done a one for episode two. That is so funny. Yeah, so do two and four. Like Dubai was that that <laughs> um yeah. Where do I start? Where do you begin? I do think um you and i we had a little bit of a chat about who we're not liking on dubai and um 
the consensus was that actually no, I won't say the consensus. We didn't come to a consensus. You said you didn't like Caroline B. I said both of them. Oh, you didn't like the Carolines. I said I didn't like Caroline B. More, yeah. Because you would say, I think you mentioned how obviously Caroline S is terrible, but B is worse for actually being a follower to that. My thing with Caroline S, not that I like Caroline S, I don't like her either, but I think more with Caroline S, I'm disappointed because Bravo Twitter will hype this, like was hyping this one. Like you'd swear, I won't say Nini, let me not say Nini, but you know like how people like, maybe like a Porsche or a Monique. Like, like, like an iconic housewife. Like, like oh my God, it's, it's like once you see her, you can, you're just gonna love her. Like yeah. she's just so, she's got she's got the money. Definitely she's got the money. I can, I, that one I can attest to. I can tell she's got a little bit of money in the bank. But aside from that, everything was there. Dirt, dirt and grass. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> like I've just not seen the hype with Kat. She's just not. I don't. She's not a top tier. She's not B tier. Not C tier. Honestly, she's just. I won't say she's down there with Eva and them bitches. Well, she's probably maybe C tier. Like she's just. So I'm not really feeling her. You know how I feel about her relationship with Sergio. I don't understand. She, like Caroline keeps saying there's a lot she has to do. And I'm like, babe, you don't have to do anything. You're actually older than this man. You could you could actually one-up him. And, you know, as with all the life experience I have, I don't think it's a good idea for us to get married. I don't think it's a yeah. good idea for a baby. And you she's know, mentioned it a couple of times. I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. And every time she mentions a new thing with this man, it's always, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have a baby. And it's like... So why are you doing it? Why are you actually making like step? Literally, your new house is gonna have a nursery in. Is that not? And <laughs> I'm just like, girl, I wish you all the best in like with you and your best friend. I wish you all the best with you and him. Um I think Chanel is like super extra. I think she's no, definitely- you still think that. You watch the wait. You watch the late. Oh no, there isn't the latest one. I think the the last one is the one before Phaedra comes, right? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were first. <laughs> Chanel is extra, but I think hearing her backstory sounds like there's some. And did I say that? Didn't I say and, that after episode one? Yeah, you did. Anyways, <laughs> um, like, but and you know, but I think it does come up that I think people who are from backgrounds like that do then kind of not act out but this is the first time as an adult you're having certain freedoms to do certain things and behave certain ways and so this is just her reclaiming her childhood basically you know she was gonna get married to her cousin at like I don't know if she said 14 or 16 but so you know and then she found her no actually her dad was gonna marry off at 14 then at 19 she was meant to oh these are two separate oh okay because then I'm I started doing the math because I'm like I think she said she'd already met the white guy. So yeah, no. at 14. The 14 on was a he was going to just marry off as a child marriage. Then at 19, they had basically arranged, obviously, for it's an arranged marriage, she was supposed to marry her cousin. And she said, I'm not doing this. I'm gonna run away with this man. And she was out of there. She found her. Then then you know he's he, I like him. I like, I mean, the husbands, I feel like the husbands aren't don't have the biggest presence on this. Probably Sergio and um rich i think probably have the biggest mm. personalities on like i don't know if they're big personalities or they featured a lot but i think i really like rich i really they they fall into the story their wife storylines 
well yeah like, it makes sense because the things that was going through it makes sense for them to keep showing us Sergio and stuff with Rich obviously he's CFO of Nina Rowe and it shows obviously their work dynamic and probably later down the line they'll probably show us a little bit more of them but having that work-life balance balancing their relationship and stuff like that so it makes sense why we see so much of Rich and like I agree with you I like him he seems great I just can't believe he's British I don't know why something in me is just like I'm like from the UK. Like you're from the UK. Like not like, British Virgin Islands, like yeah. UK, like <laughs> UK. like London. Coventry. I don't think he's from London. I think. But I mean, from- his thing, right? Well, anyway, maybe he chose London because obviously metropolitan city and stuff like that. Because yeah. I know his the one branch of his business is London. So in my head, I just assumed you must somewhat be familiar with London. So it means I definitely think he's from quite close to him because the way he sounds, he yeah, doesn't have like doesn't sound up northy. No, he sounds like those Bristol Kent, type accents. Kent, maybe mm. sorry. Like, like south, south of the UK, southeast-ish. Like he definitely he doesn't have because that's where you get the people who don't have an who don't have that accent. Yeah, right? that accent, yeah. Or oh, a thick accent, like their accent is the closest to what you hear in london the south and the southeast of england but then he's not like south like yeah, i don't know he's not south and he's also not like cockney like a geezer so it's it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so definitely not from essex i know he's not from essex yeah. just interesting oh, my we'd know if he was from essex we, we, we would have had those people with one thing one thing about them they will let you know i just uh hold on yeah, I really do like Rich. Um, I love just their story. Like, I think they've you know, got like a cute. I love like not. I love young families. Like, I love those young families that got together. They got their kids. They've got you know, wife is doing business, but she's basically a housewife still, kind of. And then husband is you know finance bro, but not that evil finance bro. But yeah. you know, I love I love I love those. Um. So yeah. Um. But to get into the episodes, um specifically i get why you don't like the carolines because they do things to piss chanel off and then because chanel like chanel has said she said she was cool not being invited she's like i don't really care about the girl like that although i don't like that they make up in episode three not make up yeah i also like even all of that i want to be cool with you and i was like yeah i want to get to know you and then you see in the preview she goes to her house i'm like Girl. Like, Lord, but I also feel like again this stems from her childhood and upbringing because initially I think it was in episode three or four when she was also explaining her upbringing and stuff like that to Sarah <clears throat> I think she just couldn't wrap her head around but why don't you like you don't know me and you're telling me you don't like me and remember I was saying I've given you like, nothing like you don't know me like what the hell do you mean and obviously when she explained how she was treated by her dad and obviously her dad projecting and taking out his frustrations when he felt like, oh, only when you came into this world, all these problems came for me and my wife and my wife, whatever. I think there will always be that slight people-pleasing link. Maybe not so much people-pleasing, but you want to be liked. I don't think she'll go out of her way to get people to like her, but I still think if she can, she will try and make sure that I'm cool with everyone at the very least. Um, I think... Stanbury would have to do something super, super awful for her to end up being like, fuck that bitch. Um, and I don't think she's above that. I don't think she'd be a beg because there've been seasons or shows you've watched where the person's like, anti, 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 but then you're being a beg. It's like, 
sweetie why i think this was even lagos when he spoke about laura i'm like i just can't have wrap my head around why in every confessional she's saying fuck this fuck that i don't care about your man this film but every chance you get you're like gassed to be in her presence at the very least so i don't think i am go that far but i do think that's probably where the whole making up thing stems from um like i was saying i was actually surprised that she still think that she's extra i think in episode one i definitely would have been like mm, she's a little bit extra but i don't think we're not extra a lot i think she's a lot yeah yeah maybe she can be a lot to handle maybe or you have to be like oh child i can't handle her in like large doses like i need a break i need to filter it but i think the more i see her i really like her and lisa's friendship um, in episode one, I was so sure that Elisa seems to be struggling with friends. I'm not really sure. And ever since then, I've been seeing Elisa be like, no, Chanel, no. She's not going to go to her. Right? And I was like, yes. The cha- the, I don't know who's going to what. Because the, the way it started, it wasn't giving duo. It was just giving Chanel likes Lisa. Like Chanel really likes Lisa and wants this friendship to be something. But as the time gone on, has gone on, I'm like, you know what? You're right or that. Mm-hmm. like drake uh, said you said you ride or die but if so you should have been dead right now <laughs> you've been dead by now sweetie no i love their friendship that's the craziest so ever but yeah you were saying I, I just love i love her so much i love the fact that she's like no chanel like fine you want to be kumbaya but like you shouldn't have to bend over backwards to meet stanbury halfway why should you be the one to be the bigger person like brooks is saying even brooks with your line ass that's a hey, Guys, Brooks can lie. And I mean, it really stresses me out. And I'm like, you just be lying for no motherfucking reason. Even Stanley was like, but why did you say that? What did... well, now, why was I in? Like, play with your game. Like, play your games with this girl. But don't bring me into it. Because now I have some stuff to answer for to this girl. That I don't need like, to do it. I don't know why. My second biggest issue with, with um Caroline B. She makes fun of Chanel's wigs and everything. Why is yours... On, like bordering the back of your head like she really like bring it like bring it don't be scared to bring it closer Just bring it closer put it down it's okay no i i think maybe i'm jumping the gun but there's something that brooks sees in ayan that just makes her feel like she's better than i said it after we spoke about the first episode y'all already know what i think it is um Maybe not outright racism, maybe some sort of a classicism or an elitist kind of nature where you're like, oh, you grew up like this and this, this, that, and the third. I have this, so I'm not like this. Like, because remember in that first episode, we spoke about how she says, oh, you see a young status before she even walks in the door. And I remember I was watching the last year, I'm like, you know, her fashion's actually having me crazy. Like, I haven't been seeing the crazy feathers and this, that, and the third. Obviously, when she said it, they did show that one clip, but I have a feeling. It was maybe how she was addressed to a certain occasion or for a certain event or whatever. But generally, the way Brooks speaks on Shanalayan, you would think she's one dusty, musty babe from I don't know where. And I'm like, where where does this come from? And like you said, for someone whose wig is starting halfway down your head, and the way you dress is a little basic, I'm not going to hold you. It's not giving like, you're not like drip down where you're like, mm, she's eating the goodies up. So why do you feel like you can just talk so much? Why? She probably, yeah, you're right. She probably does see herself as better than um, Chanel I am. Why? I don't know. But 
stinky. It's stinky. Even in the preview, when we see her lying to Phaedra about how, oh, they treat us like royalty here. They love us here. Like, you know, that's a lie when you're like, you actually didn't need to lie like that. Like, there was no need. But you know, I think it would be hard to get away with saying the truth. Like, I think unless, if unless, like, and staying there, I think saying the truth and staying there, it would be hard to say, hey, the things I've You can't say nothing at all. Gotta feel you just said, you guys are black. Why are you that? Why are you here? She could have just said, you know what? I actually feel like the opportunity is going to board her flight home. She's no, gonna... but you know, I, um, all of them have spoken about the opportunities in Dubai. All of them. If she had literally just said, you know what? True as that may be, I really just feel like the opportunities for me that I have here, I simply do not have in the States. Not a single person would have batted an island. You know, you could have, you know, when you basically steer the conversation in a different direction, like I'm not going to address what you just said head on that I'm black and I'm in the UAE I'm gonna now make the focus of the conversation the opportunities that I have without addressing this but on being black and in the UAE Lisa also said something about raising black kids like in the US that it wasn't safe and that she preferred it to do it in UAE so clearly I don't know I, I've never been there so I can't tell you that on the on the racism scale where everybody lands but I think, I don't know. I'm of two minds about it. I'm of two minds about it. I'm of more than one mind about it. You're right. Obviously, because we're not on the ground, we won't know the severity or the extent. But I do think it's a, it's a bit of a push to say they treat us like royalty out here. They love us. They treat us like royalty out here now, sweetie. I couldn't need, I couldn't need. Just say, I love being here, whatever. Or like you said, like Lisa mentioned, I feel like it's safer for black people here than it is in the US in some instances or in some ways or for the like children opportunity so many different things you can say oh but they absolutely love us here they treat us like royalty yeah you know Caroline just be lying she can lie I like that she that it's not just always lying to white people like even with black people you lie and it's not it's not about one person like anybody can get it when it comes to Brooks lies like anybody I ask you about the weather and you lie and it's a like, friend her enemy, white, black, she cannot anybody. I won't lie, her being friends with Phaedra does buy her some points, but she better use them wisely. Better use those nectar points very wisely. Yeah, because I feel like it can only do so much for her. True. It can only do so much for her. Because, mind you, is also just about, there's still a war within Bravo Twitter where the people are still telling us about it, but you guys know what Phaedra did. So <laughs> not too much. Phaedra is also still looking, still fighting for her life. <laughs> so not too much. But it's clear that Phaedra is going to return to Bravo in some capacity in the near future. But come on, yeah. she's on Ultimate Girls Trip. She's now on, and she's going to be on more than one episode of Dubai. Clearly, and she, I think she's going to meet some of the other girls. So clearly there's... They're testing something. Yeah, they're testing something. What I, I don't doubt that they probably would have wanted her back on Atlanta. We know how Candy Yang feels about that. So Candy, I, I told you, Candy can go. It's fine. Go. It's fine. Go. Up, up, and away. Free. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe Bravo probably wants her back on their screens. They just don't know where to fit her in. Like you said, it may it may very well be a test to see how it will go. 
or she could be a friend like if she because she sounded like she was thinking of moving to dubai so if she does end up moving to dubai it does sound like maybe she's thinking like she could be a friend of in dubai which would be interesting you know that would get them a big name obviously caroline stanbury for whatever reason has her fans but it would be an, a good a big name that it's like oh if you like fader so much just watch dubai. watch dubai it's true that's very very true what do you think about nina do you feel like nina gives you flip-flop like what is your view of the whole nina situation i like nina but she's not a good housewife like i love nina like she's so sweet and just she has this calming energy and she's clearly rich and her and her husband are very cute they are very into each other she's that that like that little just pink like if you ask me what color her energy was i'd say pink but she's just not like I, I don't obviously you know nothing dramatic has happened so maybe she's one of those peacemaker babes but she hasn't really justified why she's on the cast just yet that yeah that's the best way to put it i agree um but i'm probably a little bit more extreme than you i find her painfully boring like when she's there i'm just like what like and, and then what again like she hasn't given me anything yet i don't think like you said she's a bad person it's nice to watch her and her husband you know ball out and pick plate numbers that are expensive and plan this party for their friend and da, 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 da. like all these things it's cool that's the opulence we expected obviously from dubai but um <clears throat> even when they tried to then give her a, a, a situation with her in stanbury and her and the kids they all went into their little sleepover thing the friendship it doesn't seem solid um and fair enough it may be a case of still trying to get to know each other but i'm like i don't know if if you're still trying to get to know each other is a getaway with the kids or the staycation with the kids like it doesn't give what it could give if you're still like we're still trying to get to know each other because how the conversation they went back and forth and basically you're trying to fight about who hated who the most or who disliked who the most initially like i thought it was just me i searched the hashtag and i saw that everyone was just like huh like so are they really going back and forth about who disliked who more? Um, and that's why I'm just like, ah. Oh. And then even in times of conflict, I, I'm not saying inherent beef because that also would probably look a bit tacky, but like she's so pimped to the point where it's like, you actually might as well not be here almost because um, you're adding nothing else. When you ask for opinion, you're just like trying to play devil, devil's advocate for Stanbury, even though you're supposedly cool with Ayan, like, it's a bit all over the place, but there is room for her to turn around. I don't think it's a complete write-off. She would just have to start showing up to work to, to give us more of a housewife. But also at this point, like she might as well be a friend because we ain't seen much. Yeah, I get what you mean. She hasn't really justified why she's on the cast, so. Hmm. <laughs> um. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um... What else do I have? Um, okay, Stanbury, episode four. Let's talk about it. Three. I mean, no. Episode five is the one of Vegas coming. Really? Yeah, so it's two, three, and four. Not me losing count. Four is when Lisa now was like, don't play with me. What, just because you think you're the head bitch? Bitch, are you nuts? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Lisa woke up between episode three and four. Wait. Play with your pussy. Don't play with me. Oh, okay. 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 Wait, there hasn't been a new episode, right? I feel like I'm... If it has, it probably came out yesterday or today, but that would count for next week. It's not... Oh, okay. Because I feel like in my head, I'm like, girl, is this girl talking about a new episode? 
before. The one when they reconcile. Yes, but when they're at the friends party and that's when it kicks off between Lisa and Stanbury. But you can see that it's been bubbling because mm. just the way Caroline refers as them, oh, your side, like that them. I found that them. I found that coming. The fact that she tried to lie about the them after she said them. And you can see Lisa immediately was like, what do you mean by that? Who's she's them? Like, she's like, hold on, who's them? What, what's a them? Who? Like, what, what is a them? <laughs> And she played it up, obviously, we were like, oh, you mean the fabulous ones? But you could see her initial reaction said, what do you mean by them? And the fact that her life started trying to lie, say, I didn't say that. I I'm know. like, you're on camera. Like, we just, we just heard you say that, babe. You like, and Sergio even went back and forth to the point where he, he left, he walked away. <laughs> and you're saying, I didn't say that. I was just saying that he can be so nice and I like it. What like why are you lying? Even your babes like them. Like honestly, girl, get it together. Get a grip. Uh, but you know what? Like I said, I don't think she's giving much. So I'm really not fast about like I'm not losing sleep over Caroline Stanley. I agree. Um so far I wanted to say that I think Dubai gives me a very similar vibe to Miami, where none of the beefs are for now. Um, in a really dark, in the words of Crystal, place or like toxic. It's nothing that you feel like, hey, you know, I'm swinging. And I do think that even if situations or things may get heated, I still don't see it getting to like a Beverly Hills or like a Atlanta or Potomac. I don't know about Salt Lake City and what happens on that franchise, but it's giving me something that's closer to Miami. Um, and I like that. We're always saying how it's not, it's not every franchise that has to come out swinging and bus boost bus bop, 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 bop. we don't need none of that <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy with where it's at i'm happy at the pace that they're going at it's a very enjoyable franchise for me yeah i think i really like the cast i think the cast is like super interesting they seem to like get on pretty well so i like that so it's a good it's easy to watch you don't, I don't really feel drained at the end of any episode. Hold on. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really easy to watch. And even if it doesn't get super dark, I'm happy with that. Like, honestly, it's not every franchise that there must be allegations and big beefs that people cannot come from. I think it's nice sometimes to just have a group of people. Someone doesn't like someone. Oh, you said this about me. How could you say that? Like, the, and that being, like, the most dramatic thing that has happened all season. Like, I love that for them. So um, I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see what Phaedra is bringing, what she's there for, and her friendship with uh, Brooks. I agree. Um, I think we have no need to waste any more time. We can go straight into, speaking of dark, Beverly Hills. <laughs> the case of the racist allegations, the dark conversation. I think there's so much to unpack with Beverly Hills that we might as well just go straight into like the most recent episode or else we'll be up all night going bit by bit or episode by episode. So talk to me what you think so far there in Punta de Mita or Mexico. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Talk to us. The thing about Crystal, I don't think she realizes she's being used. That those girls are not her friends. They just don't like Sutton. At all. They just don't like Sutton. So it's 
it's a marriage of convenience where it's like, oh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know? So they're just, you know, hanging on to every word, liking that, you know, it's not okay between the two of them because what? They don't like the girl either. But what's funny is I don't even think Crystal knows that in the confessionals, Lisa Rinna backed the story up and she's like, oh yeah, I've heard this, that Crystal will befriend you, Crystal will be cool with you. And then she'll try to take someone down in your squad. So how can you want to say you are pursuing a long-term friendship with someone who can do that, who's done that and looks to be doing that now, especially because her and son are cool. Her and son did not have, like, point me to where her and son's problem is. It's not there. It don't exist. So clearly, the babe has ulterior motives. motives and she's just not being upfront. She wants the girls to seem a certain way, to look at stuff in a certain way, and more especially maybe Garcelle. Clearly, yeah. she wants to be Garcelle's friend, which is why it's like, mm, and you're still her friend. Yeah. That's what you said. You know, it was dark. You don't even know. You're, you're telling me you think that I set her up. You actually don't know what she did or what she said. It's just like, girl, it's, it's, it just seems, like you said, very calculated, very um, intentional. Um, I think even in the grand scheme of things, like Gosal was saying, anyone who's just going to do that anyhow to someone that's supposed to be their friend, it doesn't make sense. Because all now, every time they ask Crystal why she brought it up, she says, sorry, lapse of judgment or whatever. She can't actually answer. And as much as somebody might want to be like, oh, I felt like Gosal's question was this. So basically what you're saying is you panicked and you decided I need to throw somebody else under the bus so that I don't look bad. Like, that's crazy. Especially if you're doing that to someone who's supposed to be your friend. It doesn't make sense. Once the stuff was had, the conversation was had, and things were said, you had the conversation. So why bring it up a year later? And say it was very dark. And now that I know Crystal, <clears throat> I feel like Crystal really likes to be a victim. Um, she has a really major victim complex. I don't like the fact that she hides behind the fact that if somebody else had used a different word, it would be different. That's a lie. Okay. At the end of the day, people are not being. This actually isn't. If you had used a different word, it would have been different. That's literally it. Um, this isn't a case of people being pedantic. You, you, I, not anyone, anyone across the board and the whole entire world, you can't try to use dark as a synonym for problematic or a synonym for something that made you uncomfortable and you want to say dark. There's a reason why something is defined as being dark and there's a reason why other things won't be. Like, don't try and make it seem like the words are synonymous and people are just being finicky over what word you used. You know the implications of using dark, especially when speaking about or mentioning that the conversation was about race. You know what that's going to look like. And now that we know what the conversation is, and she didn't even deny that that was the conversation, I see why somebody could have been like, mm, you're treading a fine line of saying, oh, my jacuzzi welcomes all these kids. Oh, there's my white child with an Asian friend, a redhead and a black person. This is how it should be. I get how it looks like that's some super white shit to say, like, sweetie, <laughs> this is not heal the world kumbaya that you think you only, only a white person could think like only but at the same time we've spoken about this that i really don't think Sutton has bad intention and i think some of these things she's genuinely unaware of the implications she grew up in a place where at a time or in town that didn't have all these black people um and if it did clearly her family maybe it was maybe it wasn't but at the end of it all she's not intentionally like she's not racist do you know what i mean or intentionally problematic um, and once the situation is even explained, I'm just like, girl, what the fuck was dark about that? Even if you wanted to be like, it was pro like even problematic, I feel like it would have been like, 
you're kind of being a bit dramatic. Like I see why I see why it could look like, girl, you're not doing what you think you're doing. But it's definitely not to the point you could be like, that was kind of problematic. And in all the clips, it still still shows Sutton. I mean, Crystal being like, oh, you're one of those girls, right? You, like it just feels like from the beginning, she just so badly wanted to believe that this person. Well, in a moment. Yeah, this the person who fits the mold of this. She wanted to make a moment of it, and I just wish she would have at least turned us down in her madness. Don't and bring it up and out like, racist. And then come and say, oh, can we just move on? All of this part because you brought it up. Don't come and now tell people why they're still here. And you know what's crazy? We were the ones defending Crystal saying, oh, Kyle and Emma are so wrong. Like, how can they say she's a millennial? She's dramatic. Then these people have a reason why they're saying this. You know what? Maybe it's not got to do with her age. I genuinely don't believe it has to do with her age. I do think she is a bit dramatic and she takes situations and kind of spins them in her head mm-hmm. but um that's why i think remember i texted you i said Anis, i'm scared because crystal what's well, not crystal kyle is starting to speak sense i tweeted today i said i cannot believe kyle is getting my good books like leo warned me but i am in awe even the way kyle actually said called bs to those women's faces she said in her confession and she actually said it to them and i think you could tell that Brenda and erica were shocked that this is kyle Kyle was like, no. Before, I might have been like, oh, poor little Crystal. That's not this. But now she's like, no, she's weaponizing this. She's doing this intentionally. She knows she's going to get a sympathy vote. Even I'm so sorry, spending the entire afternoon on the beach sobbing the way she sobbed, like someone killed her child. Sweetie, go to your room if it's that serious. But she knows what it's going to do. She knows how people are going to easily be distracted from the fact that you actually started the situation. Because there was absolutely no reason for this conversation to have happened on camera before, as in you know that it happened while they were filming, right? You know that it's a conversation you had with Sutton. When they say telling you or asking what was said, what was said, that you're saying, I don't want to talk about it. I'm never going to mention it again. And now that we know what it is, it's like you literally knew what you were doing. You knew Sutton was going to look crazy. I actually wrote in my notes that, you know, if this wasn't on camera, Sutton would look mad. Like even me, I would be forced to look at the sideways because naturally, if a person of color in quotation marks is saying something like this, I'm, I'm not gonna, my first reaction isn't to invalidate what they say, because I'm like, what are the chances you would lie about something like that? But if that conversation was not a camera, uh-huh. or misinterpret a situation, like we, we know what racism is like, but Mm-mm. for me, that's just very disappointing, Crystal, because you want to give, like you said, you want to give someone the benefit of the doubt, and she just proved in a second why she didn't deserve it. Why well, she didn't deserve it. And it's so sad, I think, especially when it comes to situations like that, because one day someone will actually be problematic. And it's going to be the boy who cried wolf. Like, oh, well, here Crystal Asco again. She's probably lying. She, I just think she doesn't realize she put herself in a position where people actually can't trust you. And in the midst of everything, did you not see her being a beg towards Diana, um, still trying to convince Garcelle? You don't think that was problematic, Garcelle? You like, you definitely have an ulterior motive, sweetie. It's not looking good for you. I'm so happy, shockingly so, with Kyle calling the moment out. Um, and Erica's jarring me because all of this, she's been begging and dying for a moment, like from night one, where she was like, I'm sorry, this is just so funny. It's like you've been begging for a moment that she since episode one. We're about to get episode eight. Hang it up, flat screen. But it's like Garcelle said, she's clearly trying to deflect. 
she's trying to get the I don't even know what off of her by doing all these things even when she was drunk I was just not impressed I was like okay. <laughs> wasn't a good look I wasn't a fan I wasn't digging it no it's, it's not cute um and I'm happy like you said I'm also happy that Rena backed the allegations um one person who really irritated me this episode was Diana I cannot stand that witch and this, I'm on record calling her a witch. She's a witch because the way she would not actually let Sutton speak, she keeps cutting her off. Sutton is saying, you're going to let me speak. She's saying, am I? Oh, you need to let me finish. Do I? She's trying to, she can't even finish a damn sentence. <clears throat> when Sutton now snaps, all of a sudden, she's barbaric. She's not stable. She should be embarrassed. How can she come at me like that? Now you're all jaw dropped and you're shocked. Then she has the nerve to activate those Caucasian ass white woman tears. I said, you're going to hell. You are going to hell. And then the preview for the next episode, she's saying she could have gotten head butted. So why were you crying? If, if, Babalao, big guy in town. If you think you're so tough that you could have head butted and such is lucky that you did it. Why were you crying? I really have been trying to understand what is so iconic to justify having eight housewives on one season of a show. And I'm falling short. Like she's given us nothing. She's given us, like, honestly, I'm just very, I'm actually very confused. Did she just slide under the door? Like she's not iconic. She's not like, yeah, she's rich, but she could have just been a friend. I don't get why she couldn't have just been a friend. So whack. Like, you know, the full capacity of the word whack. She doesn't respect anyone. She looks down on people. She wants to call people embarrassing and classless. But she doesn't want to be judged on her past. Okay. Even I wrote in my notes, maybe it's because I'm biased and I don't like her. I find this whole thing about, oh, like when I fly, I need to send my whole team ahead of me and then they need to prepare the place. And even though I'm there for three days, like I think I could maybe extend a little more grace if it was a case of someone's traveling with toddlers or something. And okay, I need a team because they need to help me manage and this, that, and the third. She's doing all of that. She's getting the presidential suite. She's having her stylist come in and set everything up for like three days. And the clothing options is literally enough for like maybe 20. I'm like, I don't know if it's just because I don't like her. I'm just like, you just seem like you're doing too much, especially for someone who you give us nothing. You give us nothing. You give us absolutely nothing. Um, I don't know. For me personally, when people obviously went from, you know, racks to riches, as we call it, and now you're up and you have money, you're a millionaire now. Cool, great, fantastic. But those people, more than anything, I hate when they're the ones that want to be elitist for whatever reason. Like, it's so unbecoming. You know how you started. You said you don't want to be judged on your past. And you can still sit here and say people should be embarrassed. This is this, this is that. Ugh, this, ugh. Don't do that. It's it's not a look. It's not cute. And I hated the fact that, again, because of this comment dislike for Sutton, you had Rina and Dorit. And everyone's saying, she, sure. she shouldn't have come at you like that. She absolutely shouldn't. That was out of order. You were just trying to fix things. That lady was not trying to fix shit. She was being so condescending. I kept interrupting her. What kind of fixing is that? Sutton is speaking. She said, ah, I know you said that already. She's speaking. Yeah. She can't finish. She's you saying, know that Sutton is one of those people who doesn't, is not an arguer that she's going to end up crying just by virtue of frustration. So by cutting her off, you're doing it to 
get an even bigger reaction out of her. And that's why she's like, you're going to let me speak and you're going to let me finish and you're going to hear what I have to say. And she still stood there and said, do I? Do I need to listen? But tomorrow is now, but later now you're the one crying. And I was just trying to fix the situation or help find a solution. Mm -mm. And I'm so happy that even Garcelle and Kyle were like, ah. <laughs> Kyle didn't even flinch when she saw her cry. She said, ah. Like, whatever that's about. Um, anyway, child, and I think that's my favorite thing about Garcelle. Garcelle will say it out loud. Y'all are too much for me. <laughs> I cannot deal with these hoes. Goodbye. I'm going to have my artichoke. Even, like, when, I don't know if you remember when they were discussing Diana's brother passing away, I think it was. And then how she's like, oh, Sutton made the moment all about her. And while it's annoying sometimes, I understand it can be annoying if you're talking about something and for someone to empathize, they kind of bring up their situation. It can be annoying, 100%. But you also have to be able to discern when someone just wants to talk about themselves and when they're using a situation. Someone is trying to relate. To empathize or to relate with you. Yeah, the two are very different. And I feel like common sense will actually tell you you, you'll be able to discern and decipher that this is this, this is that, but people don't want to. And I always feel like if it was somebody else that they liked, they wouldn't say that. It wouldn't be, oh, this person's making the moment about them. The same thing happened with Miami when they tried to say that that's what Gertie was doing, but that's because Julia didn't like Gertie. If anybody else had said that, oh, this person has actually been there for Julia, they've tried their best, though they're really trying to be present. It's only because you don't like the babe that that's kind of how you are taking it um yeah I think Diana is just so bad vibes um I just don't know what Diana wants from the show she mentioned obviously the rumors that you were telling me that obviously people know about she didn't want to talk about them she didn't want to talk about the boy shows. we spoke about this already we spoke about this already fine I'm not taking away from the fact that if it's not true it was a dark time it was a difficult time in your life because everyone was saying all this stuff mm -hmm. But if these are things that celebrities have spoken about, people have said on, on word on the street is. Literally, Robert Downey Jr. has said um, Diana's a terrible woman because of the things that she allegedly does. And I'm saying, if these things are well spoken about, why would you expect that it's not going to come up with these women? And even then to dismiss it in that way, it's like, I think you were the one who was saying this. I forgot what it was about. But one could almost actually, it's when we're speaking about... New Jersey and we're speaking about um nose nose job Jen and we're saying how one could almost say if you don't want certain things spoken about on TV and out there you would be mindful not to go on a Bravo flipping even if it was Peacock just a reality TV about Housewives which is one of the most popular TV shows of all time why would you why would you go in there if you feel like you have things that you feel like are off limits or you don't want people to discuss. I just don't see what, why is she here? Like you give us nothing. I think Bravo needs to rethink that decision. She needs to go next season. I don't even think we need to see her as a friend because again, she brings nothing. So it's like, why are you actually here? I just don't get why they made her housewife and not like friend of first. Like, I just feel like they'll jump in the gun. Like who really is a Diana stan? Like, I don't know. I'm, I've never really seen anyone who's looked at Diana's antics and thought, oh, wow, iconic housewife. Nope. But um, like I've been tweeting and telling you, I just love Garcelle and Kyle's ghost producing. Like 
executive like you see some sometimes you see they have a different face on when it's like executive their producer hats on <laughs> they have a different face on when they change like now nah, that's fucked up but like it's always just so fun when it's like no but you shouldn't have told her that you should let her know how you really feel how you really feel and it's like if, if you feel like she's lying on your name you should have said that even when kyle said she did this to herself yeah, you guys are saying she cried all day on the beach. She did this to herself because even if she felt like Sutton is lying, why is it that when she was asked repeatedly for days or weeks on end, she keeps not saying anything? If you weren't going to say anything, Leonard, if you're not going to mention no names, keep it off the playground. Say their names. Say their names. Leonard. <laughs> that. Crystal? Yeah. No, man. Like, and someone pointed out, I think it was yeah. Rena or Kyle. Mm. at the situation with the whole thing about crystal and her friends 14 friends dropped you like a hot potato one four this isn't two three four five you know when i heard the number i said t oh i said george goff 14 do you know what i did i went on twitter after the episode and searched 14 friends and i found it i found the tweets about it because <laughs> it's just like guys that's a very mad number that's a very 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 very, very double very digits like i don't even think 80 year olds even if somebody had said eight 14 guys and she's 35 what 36 14 she's, she's not even like she's not even pushing 40 aggressively you know what i mean she's like 36 37 36 sweetie 14 friends dropped you and these rumors are lies no. i know people can lie but hmm? even those that have lied before baby i it's not looking good i'm afraid it's not looking good i'm afraid and for someone who was so upset there was one scene where diana was obviously now crying and she went to the toilet and she decided to go with them Oh, you look amazing, girl. You're fine. I'm like, you that's supposedly distressed over all of this. Now you're there, you can be there for, for Diana and you're telling. I don't like begs, and she's giving me beg because remember the first episode we saw Diana? She even mentioned how the, the first time she actually met Diana, Diana was not nice to her. And she still went on being a beg. She's still here being a beg. So clearly there's a criteria that you have to have to still, you know, deserve quote-unquote deserve being friends with the babe it's madness i'll tell you that but i guess i can't wait for the next episode i haven't seen the one where we have drunk you haven't seen it no because i think that came out yesterday no wait drunk erica yeah no we're just talking about the illegal or whatever we used to have a yard and it was called the illegal when she was drunk on the boat yeah i haven't watched that episode Babe, that was... So am I an episode behind? I feel like you might be. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. When they're on the boat and then um, they're singing, it's expensive to be me. Uh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched this. Oh, okay. I don't know why in my head I thought, I thought that was this week. So it doesn't mean this week's one is coming today and it'll be available tomorrow, basically. June 29th. It's available. Like we could watch it today. We, oh, okay. It came out yesterday. Which one is that one? The one where um you know in the trailer when Diana says, Oh, you want a villain? Something like that. Something about you want you're looking for a villain to Sutton, and then Sutton's like, You're an evil person. That's the that's the one that came out yesterday. I guess I got some catching up to do. <laughs> I guess so. Um, okay. skipping on down, we can just go to Lagos. Um, this is the episode obviously before the reunion. Yeah. Um, this is the big explosion. 
the one and only bus was bus. <laughs> you know that video of a little black boy even those that have fought before. Like I just the episode so good. I honestly forgot to take notes. <laughs> I genuinely forgot to like. Um. Okay. So we now see in this episode, this is the episode in which we see um, the fallout between what, what caused the big fallout between Carolina and Choma. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we knew about, we knew that they'd fallen out like weeks ago, but the reason, we didn't expect the reason to be on TV. So it's because Carolina had said that it doesn't show, it doesn't play out. I think she thought maybe the, the producers weren't going to keep the clips. And they kept that shit. <laughs> and you can see she's, I won't say she's kind of getting a bad edit, but these last few episodes, two episodes, I don't know if she was misbehaving or what, but Caroline just seemed like oh, she was on one. Which is crazy because I don't like Joma like that. I was in awe at how I agree. I don't like Joma. And Joma walked away actually looking better. Um... Which is something I don't think any of us had on our bingo cards. Even when we heard, like I told you, um, when I heard about the whole Twitter space thing and the people were now doing YouTube videos, following the Twitter space that Carolina had joined now saying how she's obviously not friends with Choma, they're just acquaintances. Everyone was pointing out that they don't follow each other. Like it was a whole thing. And that's when I said to him like, ah, it seems that, you know, the girls were tussling. And I don't know if it's because of the way Chioma is, but even the way Carolina was explaining it in the Twitter space was like, she betrayed me, she betrayed me, Chioma, this Chioma, that I was like, ah, Chioma, what have you done? Like, in my head, I really thought that Chioma would done fucked up. She probably did some real fucked up shit to Carolina. And that said, I had no idea that it would have turned out to be Carolina being crazy. <laughs> I had no clue. I did not see the shit coming. She's one of those people who you wish, not wish, but you you would prefer if they were the victim mm-hmm. and not the aggressor, but well, <laughs> but it's interesting to me because something I noted was how I feel like the Carolina was still in these last two episodes. Um, you feel like she was what, sorry? I said the Carolina we saw in the last two episodes basically back our initial impression of her after episode one. I don't know if you remember after episode one where like, this girl is like giving the vibe, she's giving nasty, she's giving- mean girl, Big mean girl energy. Conto, something off. We pointed this out in episode one, but I'll say over time, you're like, okay, cool. Maybe we just had to give her some time. No, we were right. <laughs> we were right because the way everything progressed. And I think how I actually had an idea that it was going to be Caroline, was, I don't know if you remember at the beginning-ish of the episode um, when she was crying and she's speaking to her sister and her mom and she actually doesn't mention names. And she even mentions in a confession that I don't want to say names because I obviously wouldn't want my family to not look at the, the, the person the same. In my head, I'm like, it can actually only be Caroline that messed up because I don't feel like Choma would have extended the same sort of grace to some of the other women. Maybe Yabo, maybe Mariam, but if it was like a Toyin or Laura... I think she would have just named names. She would have said this, this is what she did, and this is what she did, and this is what she did. Um, so when I heard that in my head, I was like, e, okay. 
something must be off. Um, obviously, we're just going to be jumping straight to the the big clash. The big, I yeah. think initially, before they went to the billionaires club, whatever you call it, I found it odd that Chioma, I mean, not Chioma, Caroline was speaking to you, but like nothing had happened. Um, and I really understand that obviously when you want to go to someone's celebration, you want to keep your shit off the playground. But I think at the very least, you're maybe not going to speak to them or buddy buddy. You're just maybe going to be civil and not be like, you know, like, hey, babe, how are you doing? Oh, shame. Where's shame? What happened to shame? He's Dimasona. She doesn't have it. She does not have it. And you can see Yapo is just like, huh? <laughs> um, so that whole situation, I was like, ah. And I think probably what would have disappointed Chioma the most is the fact that I'm actually, I actually felt for, because this came up before, I think it was before, e, I mean, Laura's fashion show, where Chioma briefly mentioned the confessional, but we didn't see it obviously on camera. But Chioma mm-hmm. mentioned that, Sometimes when Carolina's having beef with these people, she expects me just to blindly back her. And sometimes I end up feeling awkward because I feel like I'm in the middle. And I remember when she said that, I was just like, ah, I mean, we haven't really seen anything, so I don't really know what this baby's on about. But she then mentions it again and says how, yet again, because Carolina feels a way about people, it's the whole thing. Carolina got vexed at everyone for not ignoring Laura. And I'm like, are you 10? Fine, you guys had the conversation, which was already initially childish. But you've had the right. Conversation. Um, already the initial conversation. I'm like, you guys are big, big. Women. I'm like, Mariam, you're big, big, big silverback gorillas dis- discussing this and agreeing. You're not going to talk to the other babe. Like, I mean, look, I do get they said they were. Try- I kind of get they were saying they were trying to get her to behave. So yeah. they're like, I do kind of get that. They're like, no, she learned her lesson, and you yeah, know she, she did. Yeah. She repented. She apologized. Yeah, she did it pretty early on. Um, and I remember the day she did it. Obviously, Karina wasn't really hearing it like that. But obviously, as far as everyone. Is con- I'm concerned and I don't blame them. You're on a group trip, like, and this Dubai trip, I remember the first episode, they were there, there for six days. That is a long time. You don't want to be beefing with someone from day one all the way to day six. Like, come on, you'll be over it by day two because you have all these other days to spend with this person. So the fact that Karina was still mm, 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 about the whole thing, fine, you'd had this big blow up, but it's like, mamas, this is not the time. Then to get angry at people for not airing her, Come on, how can that be the thing that set you off? And all of this, you're hiding behind, oh, my bracelet, my bracelet. Oh, and then there was, come on. And I think probably what would have um, upset Shioma the most, which I don't blame her for. I ended up getting bruised up because Yama was vexed. She threw me across the room. Even the way every single cast member just um, described it, she literally got flung across the room. <laughs> like a rag doll like a ragdoll so if i'm gonna be flying across the room like a ragdoll to get bruises and then you want to come talk to me crazy you're muted sorry sorry about that um you better fucking appreciate it if i'm getting flung across the room don't now come and talk to me crazy and then call me a liar and that's one thing i've noticed about some of the women on this cast it's not just carolina Mm -hmm. I feel like they don't stand 10 toes down in things that they say. Like, their energy in their confessionals compared to in person doesn't make sense. Carolina mm-hmm. and all her confessionals... Say their names. I think Laura and, and Carolina do this a lot. Because Carolina and her confessional, she's boss, boss, boss. Why should I apologize again? Who do you think you are? Da, da, da. In person, no, I didn't say no. That's not true. That's not true. Ah? <laughs> ah! No way. <laughs> No way, no way. Sweetie, come on. <laughs> Hang it up. <laughs> but, 
and I don't, that's why I was actually going to comment on what you said, that you don't know if it's that she's been getting a bad edit. She's actually a victim of her own madness at this point. Like, you can't be so blatantly <laughs> in your confessional, but in person, that's not the same energy you have. Like, she almost literally ended up breaking accent. Why are you lying? <laughs> yeah, bastard. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> Even those that have seen friends fall out before have never seen anything like this. <laughs> when you saw everyone from Laura rejoicing, <laughs> Tiana saying, ah, I'm these the bougie babes. <laughs> like, she's like, yo, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> nah, man, it was actually insane. And I just think, again, it's actually a shame that we ended up being here, being on Shoma's side of the situation because. Karina, you actually acted that shit crazy. There's nothing anybody can do. Um, and the fact that, for me, the person I usually bank on is my mama, Miriam. I'm like, if Miriam is actually backing that you're actually being mad, because she's generally unbiased, I'm like, sweetie. The fact that she picked a side, picked a side. Hated had to be you. <laughs> but you wrong. not a good thing. You did her wrong. You know mama. damn well you're wrong. You know you're wrong, girl. So that was actually insane to me. Um, and also, it seemed like most of the girls were on Choma's side. Like, I think everyone, Caroline. Everyone but Laura. And Laura wasn't necessarily on her side. Laura was just rejoicing. She said, oh, now you guys see. And which, like, I don't even think she's entirely vindicated. I'm not going to lie. Because you still, you acted crazy. But I feel like Laura wants to use this as, aha, I told you guys that Karina has a problem. When in you guys' situation, you were the problem. Don't try and make the two still seem the same obviously everyone had a part to play let's not yeah. like carolina didn't do nothing in her and laura's situation but mm. laura definitely isn't as vindicated as she thinks she is um even how there's also a, you know the way laura's been just think that one friend of hers on the phone the entire trip ah! she's being a king Sumbalaja. she said you won't believe let me just you you won't believe it my carolina the big big friendship no, she's really the ride or dies. Ah, she was in disbelief. I think as the same way all of us were. Um, I don't get Laura. Like this is just separate to the fight. I just think I don't like when people obviously go in trips to situation that's like you're just acting off, and it's like I sacrificed being away from my kids. Everyone here did, sweetie, except for Choma. You're not special. You're not the only one without kids. Um, and if it was that serious to you, you actually could have stayed home. Um, I don't like that um, you're going to come on this trip and now all of a sudden you have to suck up the whole thing. That's annoying. Um, I just, I don't know what I would want from her for next season. I'm actually good with her, maybe come back as a friend. Ooh, Laura. Yeah, because I just actually think she too is confused as to where she fits into the whole circle and obviously these dynamics and obviously after the reunion we'll know more but for now i don't see if she like where she fits because find your friends with twain and with all these other people you're on and off on and off on and off and then when everyone's actively trying to even still have a good time you still want to be just mopey and sulky and i feel sick i'm sneaking off to the toilet i want to talk to my husband i want to go ah dear just stay at home and if, yeah. just stay at home just, I think she'll be doing everybody a favor because when you're in a situation with somebody who's behaving like that, it generally ruins the vibe and the mood. Like you actually don't want to be there anymore because you're like, uh-uh, kill your day. 
what is going on with you um so yeah i can't wait for the reunion i wanted to say did you actually notice caroline do that candy thing where now you're beefing your friend and you take it to hell she said you were here this one of these girls bras <laughs> and then you said this i said but they're my friends now but they're my friends now yeah and you know what i haven't said i respect you for a lot of things but i respect it for that she said I- i'm not going to deny that but they're my friends now I said that before we were friends. Like, you can't hold me to things I said before someone's friend. Yeah, you can bring it up, fine. But. And it was so funny because, especially even Tiana and Yabo, they didn't flinch because this isn't something that they were about it. Like, okay. Tiana, Tiana, there was Tiana was just like this. Like, shock horror, Chiyomoto Guerrez, no one would have been surprised by that. Everyone's spoken about how, oh, this London babe, this London babe, she talks like this. Oh, she keeps doing about how she likes Effa Riva. Why do you think they've, like, been making, why do you think they've been making fun of her the whole season? Who would, and in other news, water is wet. Like, duh. <laughs> duh, she thought Guerrez. So if you thought you would do something. Did that she ate that? She th- give me that fucking plate. Um, yeah, I think it is what it is. I guess we have to wait and see um, for the reunion. Um, I guess we'll see each other because it seems like Choma's not really getting it in with Carolina. So <laughs> we finna see. We will see. Are there any things you hope or any things you hope to get answered um, in the reunion? Or are you just there to see what he gets built? I feel like we haven't gotten the full reason why Choma and Carolina fell out. I feel like there's more that happened behind the scenes because even they said that they argued off camera about yeah the night before yeah friend. So I just hope they hate each other enough to tell us the truth. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hope you beef is so bad you finna tell it. You just you, you finna dog this bitch out. So I hope it comes to that. Um, I would like Laura to answer because it felt like the way Laura was talking was like Laura was about to tell the people why she's been acting. She's like, I haven't been myself. Blah, blah. It felt like she was going to say, oh, guys, I've been going through I'm, a different time. Or yeah. I'm pregnant or something, because I usually just sleep off to the toilet, like something. Sleeping, like other people are partying. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought she was going to say why she's been behaving. Acting like off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, you know, I had my suspicions of what it was, but I just didn't know, and I never really got that resolution, so it would have been nice. So hopefully, Laura um, answers for that. Um, but you know we'll see we'll get well hopefully we get our answers we get to find where everybody is because you know you never really know these shows gonna they'll film and then stuff will happen like once the show is ending again people get into beef again and then you know certain people fall out so i hope i hope to also find out where everybody stands and you know if anyone is still interested in doing this show because you know i don't know if I, i don't believe caroline would be interested in coming back she's she looks crazy yeah <laughs> like she looks laura crazy at this point yeah I, I i would hope she doesn't come back if she's going to be on the same energy because if you have the same stuff sweetie i, I couldn't need we don't we don't need none of that um but without wasting too much time last but certainly not least hey um atlanta atlanta i want to start off by saying Sonia shame going out bad <laughs> i really actually hate it had to be her because i feel like whenever there are situations where drew's not involved she comes off really well um 
and then the way she just handled this entire Drew situation, I think like we said, she noticed that Drew, she felt like is the loser of the squad. She was thinking, how do I shake her off? But you know, when she saw that even everyone else wasn't like feeling how she was moving with the whole situation, she then backtracked and all of a sudden everything was fine. And now you're even opening up about your situation with Ross. Like, huh? When I said it, you guys thought I was being mean about Drew. And I wasn't being mean about Drew. Like, Drew's a loser and I like her, but I know she's a loser. So I kind of see that, you know, like when you're friends with someone, you kind of, I'm not saying I've been in the situation where I thought someone was a loser, but where you realize who this person is mm. and you're like, oh shit, like this is why people are kind of like, oh, y'all are friends? That's why people look at me sideways. Like that's why everybody's like, you're friends with them. And I'm like, yeah, they're quite cool. And then I'm like, guys, am I missing something? So I think maybe with Drew, so, and you know, Drew actually did seem like a good friend to Sanya, especially like picking her up after her accident. She didn't have to do that. The girl didn't have to yeah. do that. Said, oh, damn, that's crazy. But she didn't. She actually stayed her friend. So I don't know. I'm looking at Sanya, you know, in some kind of way. And although obviously Sanya's, I mean, Drew's argument that now Sanya's a Klaus chaser, it loses weight because Sanya, Sanya, but there could be some truth behind it because as an athlete, I do not believe Sanya will have as many followers as a Candy or a Kenya. Like, facts of the matter, babe, these people have been on TV for a really long time. Like, of course, they're going to have platforms that help them start businesses and advertise businesses. So if you are chasing Clark, you are chasing Clark. I mean, no one would ever admit to it. So that's probably why she's yeah. But you, to me, I'm sorry, you do look like you want to hang out even if you're maybe you're not after clout, but you ought to hang out with people you think are more on your level. And to you, that looks like Candy, the Grammy Award-winning Miss Candy Burrs and um, Miss America. I agree. I don't ever feel like... <clears throat> yeah, and I think this same situation you saw with Lagos, where it was like, oh, but Laura has the most followers of all of them combined. It doesn't change the fact that you know that the way this person is perceived and the way you are perceived are very different. Followers or no followers, is different um unfortunately with sanya it is now giving me the same vibe of cloud chasing um which is crazy which is crazy because yeah you may be four-time olympian or however many times even you can get if beyonce walks into a room you're going to be starstruck too so let's not not too much and even you're even mentioning beyonce who's whatever if sanya walks into a room and kenya walks into a room or and candy walks into a room even Marlo Mother Flipping Hampton, there's a likelihood that more people gravitate towards Marlo than there is Sonia, despite the fact that Marlo is not an Olympian. Like, it just is what it is. Social capital is not determined, determined by your achievements, unfortunately, to a certain extent. So you can have this whole big CV and long list of things you've accomplished. It doesn't change the same thing um, with Drew. I feel like there are some situations where she probably thought that, oh, Drew was actually genuinely nice, but it, it makes it look odd because Drew actually has not done anything to you. All the things you tried to claim that and then you did this, I don't like when people do this because all of this, oh, you put your hands in people's faces, I don't respect that. When Kenya had her hand in Thingy's face at the workout thing and dropped with Drew, you weren't going to say, I don't respect that, Kenya. Why did you do that? When she was doing all of this to, what's it, Marlo? You didn't say, Kenya, I don't respect that. Why did you do that? And I view you so differently. We ain't had shit to say. It's the same as with, Giselle, Giselle's dumbass, and oh my gosh, Candice and Monique, no Monique, how can Monique do this? Literally weeks after, you know, 
with Portia and Co. Like, sweetie, these are people who have hands and have been in altercations. Not once did you say, I don't consider you the same. I don't, you didn't feel like you needed a security around Portia, but because it was Monique, now all of a sudden, it just feels like at the end of the day, clout is clearly the currency or popularity or social capital. And you're not meeting the allegations as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. I'm just, these hoes. These hoes. I don't even know where to start. Um, okay. As you spoke about Candy, um, no, about Carolina doing a candy where, you know, she resorts to insult to get her point across. It's weird of um, Candy to slut shame Kenya and Marlo for not wanting, you know, the vibrations on their hoo-hahs in public by other people's husbands. And the saying, oh, they're the single ones, or Kenya has all these freak stories. But yeah, you know, these things, babe, I don't know if you're aware, they're done with consent. And so you can, I could be the biggest freak of the week. If you are on some shit that I'm not on, or I'm just not in the mood, I can say no. And it's like, oh, but you last week having, having sex in a cave, doing all sorts of things. Like, no, babe, if I'm not interested, I'm not interested. It's not for you to, oh, but you don't be boring. Like, like it's not for you to then shame me. I'm, I wanted to call it kink shaming, but I feel like kink shaming is where someone has the kink and then I'm shaming them. I'm not sure what you'd call it. It's basically the reverse, where people are ashamed for maybe not being as kinky as you feel like you are. And, you know, candy is sex positive, whatever. Good for you, babe. And the thing is... It doesn't even take away from Kenya and Marlo's sex No one is saying it's disgusting. No one is saying... They're just saying, babe, I'm not into that. Like, I think... Yeah, obviously, if you are kinky or whatever, that's for you and your babes. Like, the, the more likely situation you'll be in where you discuss and you explore it's with your babes but i think if you're now like trying to involve your friends it's a bit weird and i think like the conversation went with Moniana, like obviously Moniana was listening and then thingy said oh but i bet she didn't tell you that if someone's close enough their husband control you thing and even Moniana was like okay now wait like that goes that's actually that actually huh that changes that makes you look crazy that yeah. now makes you look crazy and i think that's the thing about candy she just Candy doesn't have a single bone of accountability in her body. Like, that's just what it is. Everyone else is saying this. It's either they're boring, they're whack, they're being prudes, they're being this. Oh, but you was busted it or spreading wide open. It's like you're actually. I wanted to at the time, and I do not want to today. Just like she used to say, oh, Nini used to be a stripper. Yes, in my 20s, but now I'm a grandmother, or now I'm not interested. Like, I just don't get why she can't just take no an answer and just let it go and why does it have to be the person's boy the person's this ill get a grip uh, um, maybe, maybe i'm not interested in doing it with you because i'm this does not feel like a safe space there could be so many reasons why someone wouldn't be interested in exploring their sexual fantasies or whatever in front of you like and for her to just jump to your prude and even mama joyce defending her mama joyce there was an episode like season three season four where i think <laughs> phaedra got a stripper who could fillet himself because it was that big um and mama joe's like oh, that's disgusting and so for her in this episode to go no one can tell me what to do with my vagina it's just like yeah no one can so 
Why yeah. would you want to tell other people as well what to do? Or why would you want to then say If anything, people? that goes they're against boring. Andy's point. Now they're boring because they don't want to do what you want them to do with their vaginas. Okay. And, pimp, and rent out their vaginas to somebody else's husband. Ralph buzzing me is, is going to dry me out, actually. Like, like ew. And it, Candy also doesn't realize because of her nature, you are probably actually making people not want to do certain things because Lord knows. Remember what happened when she and Portia were having a fight, and then next thing is, and then you kiss me. You're the one who said you wanted to. Da, 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 oh my da, 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 da. Candy, now in your right mind, who's then going to want to do these things with you? Because everyone knows when you're now on 10 and you're not taking it to hell, anything can be said. It's the same as with, um, I don't know if you saw on Bravo Twitter how the conversation that happened with Sheree, Candy, and Marlo and how it looked like Candy was about to lead to the fact that she's one of the main people that fought for them to come back to the show. And it's like, what you don't get is that is actually separate from the point that these people are making. And if it's even been said, you're, you're even admitting that you get this from your family as well. Why would you sit there and be like, why is it always me? Why, like, do you not then sit there and think, hmm, if my friends are saying this, if my, my family is saying this, surely this is me because all of this you guys are saying this about things that you can't give me fine there's some validity to that but you went out of you and you even pointed out that you get this from your family as well there's a disconnect mamas hate hate it had to be you but clearly there's something you're doing or not doing and some of the problem or majority of the blame is kind of tipping more towards you because everyone in your life can't have the same complaint and yet it's everybody's problem but yours. That does not make any sense. And, and even, like you said, she likes accountability because when you say, I feel like as a friend, you haven't been there for me, she then starts, no. Have you been there for me? No, It's like, babe, I hear you. But if, if I could even hear her argument that, oh, have you been there for me? Have you been there for me? If she was saying, oh, the reason I haven't been there for you is because I thought you were putting back. So I did the same. I apologize. It shouldn't be like that, that. It's tit for tat. I should continue giving you. And then if you decide to end the friendship or whatever, we go from there. But she just can't say I'm wrong and that's it. It's always, no, but then when you did this, I let it go. I just like, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Oh, and it's like, what you don't understand is as much as you're saying when you did this, I let it go. Oh, well, you did this to me. That still actually doesn't change the fact that you're not being a good friend to people. Like, you haven't actually addressed that you're literally merely looking for a reaction and now because you feel like oh I, I tried to fight to bring you guys back on the show so don't you dare say anything oh but then I did this and you guys so don't you say anything it's like that's actually not how it works and I think that's always going to be a problem that she has and I personally I could be wrong but from what we've seen in the past seasons Mama Joyce has enabled her to the point where she doesn't take accountability for things and I heard, I didn't know this until a few weeks ago that it was on Instagram and I saw that Kelly had posted like a picture of her late brother. I didn't know she had a late brother that passed away. Um, and obviously people in the comments are basically leading to the fact that this is probably why Mama Joyce is so like in now because obviously she had the pain of losing one child. So she's going to hold on to the one child that she has. Um, and if that's the case, I guess it's fair. But in doing that, it's not really the situation where Candy's so used to, there's going to be at least, and you know, with humans, people just need one person that constantly back them madness. You just need one. We've spoken about Giselle and Robin for years. You just need one person that backs your madness that's going to make people feel like, anyway, when all is said and done, this person's going to back me. 
And unfortunately, I feel like that's the situation that Mama Joyce has created um, when it comes to candy because the lady cannot say, sorry, my bad, for shit. <laughs> she cannot. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the scam? I mean, pyramid scheme. I mean, workout program called Drop It With Drew. Um, the, the, the situation is so layered because I think there are many factors at play and many things that are right. I do think, obviously now people can see that Drew's more so of a face of it or whatever, but it does, whether we like it or not, it doesn't change that she's in partnership with these people. It means that clearly they made her a face in exchange for maybe her capital investment. Mm-hmm. And back, back there, business-wise, they had to add her name to a couple of things because she was like, if I'm going to invest this, I need to get this. Um, However, I do still really find the woman on this cast very nasty. I don't think any of it was coming from great concern. And I think it was so much easier to do this to Drew because like we said, she does come across as the loser of the squad. So she does end up being an easy target. Yeah, she, she, she is a loser. Cool. But she's an easy target and, and a fairly so because Drew actually hasn't done anything to anyone. If Sheree maybe had this vim and maybe she was still holding on to the things Drew said or did, that one person would be like, I hear it. Everybody else especially for people who like Kenya, you're claiming to be on the up and up with Drew. You guys are seemingly working on a friendship. Sanya, we know now you're not Drew's friend, but you guys are saying all these things, but just need dissing her. All these things, it's actually not coming from a good place. And it's like, Mono didn't like it when people were in her business about the archive. (laughs) She didn't like that. She didn't, she mentioned how people always in her business. Let's not play with Kenya more and Kenya more hair care and the likes. Nobody would like that. So I think it's just really horrible to do this for Drew when she actually has not done anything to anyone. Um, even mentioning the fact that, oh, but she's had work done. So how is she saying that? I'm sorry. I'm, I saw those numbers at the weigh-in. Sheree, who was talking like this, is heavier than Drew saying, oh, that's why she built like a da 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 It's like, when you get to the space of body shaming and you're doing all these things, but even ultimately, you're heavier than her. And even then, weight and mass actually isn't everything because some people are heavier because of muscle, this is the third. But I personally think on a cost where a lot of women have had work done, Sheree included, who's currently fighting for her life against those BBL allegations, that you're going to come and talk about how some of us, we really work out we don't get work done in order for our bodies to look a certain way. And you have all these things to say about Drew, not too much. Fine, even if Drew did work and maybe you feel like she doesn't have your ideal body or you feel like her body is, or whatever you think. I just think to then reduce drop it with Drew to a Ponzi scheme or mm, she's saying all this, but she had work done when you literally had work done is a waste. I kind of understood Marlo's angle maybe a little bit more a little bit more, which was like, I don't even bother. I'm just going to go with life and call it a day. Everybody knows Mono does not work out for shit. So she's not going to sit here and bullshit everybody with, oh, this is what I did, this is what I did. This is natural. This is our, like, like, Kenya, I'm going to sit on that table. Because Kenya, Kenya will not say what she's not saying. She won't say, I've had surgery. And she won't say, I've not. I haven't. But we, we, we can see that Bosch. We can see the BBL. We've seen how it looks crazy in some pictures and at different angles. And when her weight fluctuates, it looks different, which whether we like it or not, that's so common for people who've had their butts done. Like Cardi went through it at a point. Mama Ga Papa Bear went through it at a point. Like these are things that people know. Like I said, Sheree's literally fighting for her life against the BBL allegations. You've seen those tweets on Bravo Twitter. 
even when she walked in, everyone said, Sheree. Like, everyone was stunned even to see her bums. And I'm sorry, it's not that she buys Sheree leggings. We're not going to do that. <laughs> it's not just the Shiba Shiree legs that are giving you this plump lift and in increase in size. So the fact that you guys will sit there and be like, she came and all this drop over you and stuff. And the same Shiree that's always banging on about how she's a real fitness babe. She really is in this workout shit. What now? That's, I think, my main issues with the dropper by Drew. Um, I think Sanya obviously comes from a place where she's like, um, what's this? She's an athlete. She's this, this, and the third. But even everyone who is there who claims that they work out, obviously, Bar Marlow, they couldn't keep up with the instructor either. So I'm like, everyone actually is chatting. Even Sanya, like, that's I all. Couldn't keep up. And I'm like, you're the Olympian. And everyone's talking about, oh, Drew, this, you, da, 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 da. And it's like, you had all the smoke. Where did that go? Where, where did it go? That's why I'm like, Marlo's the only person out here who everyone knows she do not work out and she will not. She said, I don't, I won't. That's not my bag. So I just think all this women energy that people had, for me personally, I'm like, it's not nice. You're not even doing anything if you thought you ate because you can't back your chat either. So was... Are you surprised by uh, Kenya and Marlo's falling out? No, no, not at all. I think at the end of the day, this is common knowledge that if you start the friendship based off of a common dislike or hate for someone, it's not going to go anywhere. It would be different if you happen to be friends with someone and you end up discovering that you don't like the same person. Maybe one could view that as a completely different situation. But um, I just feel like, nah, I just feel like the, the basis of their friendship was their common dislike for it was never going to go anywhere. Portia's not out the picture, minding her business. There was very little holding you guys' friendship together. And they they always had that little frenemy vibe where the sneak dissing and the little shade was a little bit like, this is a bit much. Like, this isn't shade anymore. You threw that job, bring damn well what you're doing. Um, so it doesn't surprise me at all. If anything, I think for most of us who are watching from last season, we all actually prophesied and said, it's, a, it's only a matter of time. Let's wait and see when the fallout would happen because it's coming and it came. Yeah, like you said, um, friendships of convenience never never end well. Mm. Because they clearly did it because they don't like Kenya, not Kenya, what's the girl's name? Portia. Oh, it was over Portia that it's like, oh, the enemy of my enemy is my what? So so they kind of just got together and decided we're going to take down Portia together. Yeah. But now that Portia is gone, you know, maybe that's, maybe, maybe not Portia did a money move by deciding not to come back. Cause it's like, I'm not going to give these babes another chance to make me look crazy. And for me so, to carry the whole season. No. That, that, that Bolo season was mostly Portia. Everything truly was Portia, Portia, Portia. So given the circumstances i don't i don't blame her like you said me like no not on my watch <laughs> not on my watch ladies so it's like ah hey what can the babe do like what can actually happen now that the babe is gone it's only for it's only for them to fall out and to show their true colors and to show what their friendship was truly based upon yeah. um and you know what i think Kenya sometimes forgets who Marlo is. Marlo has fallen out, gotten back together with being friends with me. Like how many people yeah. have Kenya fallen out? I mean, Marlo. 
So for, for her to really think that, I mean, obviously I think she was, there was a point, I think they argued about um, Kenya and about Malo. Huh? Malo was saying that Kenya is like withdrawn. And it's like, yeah, because you burned me before which makes sense but i don't know i don't think this applied this season i think they really went into the season thinking we gucci and kenya's learning the hard way where it's like oh like this is what probably like, time i don't want to say six like and i like that they held model accountable when it's like um i never talk about her man her kids or something i mean listen they pulled up the receipts they said the one thing about atlanta producers this year they have receipts for everybody because they got help from the Potomac producer. Yeah, nah, that was a good move because... They even went, I don't know if it was Instagram Live. I don't know if it was Instagram. The thing about... I don't know what you were saying about uh, Brooklyn, but the thing from Instagram... That other thing wasn't Real House of Atlanta. That was from an Instagram Live or some... some yeah, something else she said on Instagram Live. Then in this scene, she was saying you can't even keep a man. Um, and I'm like, Mara, you're literally complaining about being single as well. Like, I don't know what you're on about also i'm just never here for the whole you can't keep a man jab like as much as i don't like giselle i think it's tied when they do it to giselle it's tied now when they're trying to do it to kenya as well it's like men are not the hill you're willing to die on anyway um and also just coming from mondo who also like you haven't been married like sweetie i don't know and you know what i don't even like kenya like that but you know what i think the only thing that people can ever really come at kenya about sideways is not having a man and even then used to be kids and, a, and, and, and then a man and then also she had Brooklyn and now again it's the same shit so it's like what she's kicked Mark. like what do you want her to do stay with Mark and happy she's kicked Mark to the curb and said Mark it's not working and even when she was still with Mark you guys are still antagonizing her with the whole oh your man don't even want you so she's damned if she does she's damned if she doesn't okay let the lady be and leave men out of it um I men did. are not the end all and be all please they're really not um and i did still say it's interesting to see the difference in energy with drew and kenya when it comes to the whole hands in people's faces because i remember i was like kenya doesn't learn she's still learning from that time with Portia, and she's back to doing it again but still when Portia, Portia showed her she's not the one to play with she's not the one with the two when even kenya actually she was on some gangster shit because she was not like i'm not the same kenya i was like okay you, you, i don't know kenya? i don't know about that but again it's all i think drew's like the candace of this cast in the sense that when you're not the favorite some of the points you make just simply don't land or things will never necessarily be fair when it comes to you because when Drew put her hands in Sheree's face, everybody and their mama candy, this person, don't do that, don't do that. You know, Sheree might hit you with the left hook, hey, this, hey, this, hey, that. With Kenya, not a damn person flinched to say, oh, you don't know what Marlo might do to you. Oh, Kenya, don't do that. They just tried to pull them apart. And I'm like, this is actually so sad. For me, as much as Drew's not my favorite person on this cast, I think it's, it's just sad for me to see like, damn, bro. Like when people don't care about you, they don't care. Like they actually want her dead. I don't care. Um, what did you think? I mean, I briefly mentioned this, but what did you think about um Sanya all of a sudden being like all good, all good, and then even still proceeding to speak about her situation with Ross? Like, didn't you just find that like like you're a loser? You tried to start a beef, it didn't work out in your favor. And then Gigi Gigi, you're even confiding in her. And I'm like, this actually goes to show that Drew never did anything to you because the same conversation you're having 
how is it that I'm in this circle? Drew's the first person you actually opened up to about it. You actually didn't have a problem with this babe. You you made it up basically. Literally plucked it out of the thing. Because I don't know if she wanted to seem hard to these girls or what, but no. it flopped. It flopped. What's, <laughs> what's the word? It flopped stupendously, ridiculously. Yeah, no, it it really did. Um, I hope she's ashamed because that's crazy. I know I would be. I would too. Um, what did you think though about her situation with Ross? Just quickly before we end off with the whole baby thing, what are your thoughts? With I mean, I, it's it's a sad thing because obviously with your babes, you know, you you have dreams that you guys set out for, but if generally you don't see, and the way she was crying really tells you that she does not believe this is in the plan for them, even though at some point in their life, it sounds like the conversation was about having more than one child, but they have one child who seems like a lot. So increasing, you know, increasing that to a chronic level, it does not seem like, the best idea for her mm-hmm. which is sad but you know what can what can the babe do um drew's advice was terrible like i drew no. was so bad no, but is, are we surprised because drew's actually a pick me like and this isn't the first time it's come up like from her first season as well it was very clear because her advice is basically begazella and please your man you have to make him happy You're like wh- what do you mean and even then, like, Sonia actually raised point, like, hang on, but what about me? Like, what about my happiness? Because tomorrow, when Sonia has a child and she struggles with postnatal depression, she ends up not giving her all to both Rossi and this child. You guys won't be in their household. After he's telling her about, oh, but you need to make your husband happy. And I think that's one thing that I wish, I felt sorry for Sonia for in the sense that, Ralph, not Ralph, Ross, didn't seem to get it where he still felt like he obviously expressed how I don't want it to look at be looked at as though I'm abandoning my family or I'm not as hands-on because I'm trying to do something else to help my family and it's like true as that may be and as much as it's not intentional it doesn't change the fact that Sanya will feel like as the primary caregiver between the two parents she's overwhelmed she has a lot she wants to do. She still has a lot she wants to do for herself, career-wise, for her legacy. And she can't do that if she already feels like now when you're in and out, in and out, she doesn't have all the help. And she's like, that's even with having my parents here full-time. And she's saying, there are people here, but they're not you, so it's not... They're not you. It's not the same thing. Like, people can only help me. So, and even then, as much as she, her parents help her and her siblings help her, there's also going to come a point where those people are like, yeah, but this isn't our child. Like, you're going to still have to do more. And she's saying, I don't have enough help. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do certain things career-wise, whatever. Whereas you're able to continue with this whole legacy situation. What does that mean for me? And I don't think that Ross was understanding her point very well. I think it is generally more common amongst men to not really see it in that light. Um, Especially straight men, I think is, yeah. Usually they just don't be getting it. So that was quite sad because I think those are serious conversations you have to have within a marriage because you do get to that crossroad where it's like, okay, but if we don't have one, are you going to resent me? And it's also honest of him to say, I actually don't know because he very well might resent her. Um, so it's kind of sad to see. It's a sticky one. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because if she does have the baby, she's just making her own life more difficult. But if she doesn't have the baby, the way he's saying, he's saying this might be a deal breaker. And it's like, it sounds like that. 
Because you know, I, I do, I do get you know, I do. If it was a different situation, I'd get it that if we set out to be in a relationship to get married, and you change any of those plans, I could get pissed off and say I'm leaving. Like I've always said, you become a politician, you become a pastor. I'm out. <laughs> I, 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 I do not play. I do not play with those. Mm-hmm. So if it does happen, I think. I mean, of course, it's a baby, so it's a bit different that things are going to happen to her body. She could quite literally die in the process. You know, so many things could happen. But from what Sanya's saying, it's not about conceiving. It's not about carrying. It's about after this baby arrives, I do not get support. I do not get support now. No, so why, no why would I? Have why would I now make, bring another child into the situation? And I'm saying there are people around me and I still feel alone. So it's a tough one. And you know what? I'm not saying he'd be right to leave, but if that's his deal breaker, ah, I get. It is what, like, it's fair. It's just, a, it'll always be an unfortunate situation that at the end of the day, the solution essentially probably would be to part this because if that is a deal breaker for him, like you said, valid, that's what he feels, that's what he thinks. If also for her, you telling me that is this child or nothing is a deal breaker, that's also fair because somebody might be like, it's giving that the love is conditional, but then also at the same time, if somebody came into the situation feeling like we both agree that this is what we want and I'm not getting that anymore, am I, does the situation still serve me? Um, so it's all, it's all sad. And I really do hope that they come to a, a conclusion because they do seem like they make each other really, really happy. Um, they do seem like they love each other so much so it would be sad. That beautiful black man. That that is a black life that matters. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> like I, I'm like top, like top, top, top husbands, man. Oh. Like this, this few people in his league, very, very few, very. <laughs> Who can you even say? There's um, cause I know you like Mitch. Who else? I... I know you're going to say Don Juan. Not Don Juan. Can you stop? Not Don Juan. What's the name Juan? Can you actually respect me? <laughs> Don Juan. I mean, Juan Dixon. That is the most disrespectful thing. <laughs> uh, you know, let's cut this here. Cut, <laughs> cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Dead ass. Yes. I ain't going to play with you, Ernest. Not about Don Juan. Like, can you actually imagine? Don Juan. I wanted to say one Dixon. <laughs> that's a black kid. That's, a, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> no, but that's it for me for this week. Um, Leo, do you have any chosen thoughts? I'm offended at the the comment that just transpired, but yeah, I ain't got no more thoughts. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us for episode 31 of the Reality Check Podcast. Please be sure to talk to us. Use the hashtag. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Reality Check Pod. That's R E A L I T Y C H K P O D. And our hashtag is the exact same as our handle. Um, but that's it from me. I've been Nesu. And I've been Leo. And until next time, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>